Good evening and welcome to the Legacy of Queens for Sunday night, October 8th, 2023. On episode 80 tonight, a disclaimer alert. This episode covers the legacy of a man who still today is fighting a war with our country. The former president of the United States once said, Man cannot live under a dictatorship, no matter how much he tries. So with that, our former president gave us four great years, although some would disagree and say those were the four worst years of their lives, or of our lives. The American politician, media personality, and businessman who served as the 45th president of the United States from 2017 to 2021 received a Bachelor's of Science in Economics from the University of Pennsylvania in 68, and his father named him president of his real estate business in 1971, and then renamed it after himself, the organization, and it expanded its operations to building and renovating skyscrapers, hotels, casinos, and golf courses. And after a series of business reversals in the late 20th century, he successfully launched various side ventures that required little capital, mostly by licensing his name. From 2004 to 2015, he co-produced and hosted the reality TV series The Apprentice, in which he portrayed a fictionalized version of himself as a wealthy and successful executive. He and his businesses have been plaintiffed or defended in more than 4,000 state and federal legal actions, including six business bankruptcies. He won the 2016 presidential election as the Republican nominee against Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton while losing the popular vote. And during the campaign, his political positions were described as populist, protectionist, isolationist, and nationalist. His election and policies sparked numerous protests. He was the first U.S. president with no prior military or government service. The 2017-2019 Special Counsel investigation established that Russia had interfered in the 2016 election to favor Trump's campaign. But Trump promoted conspiracy theories and made many false and misleading statements during his campaigns and presidency to a degree unprecedented in American politics. Many of his comments and actions have been characterized as racially charged or racist, and many are misogynistic. As president, he ordered a travel ban on citizens from several Muslim-majority countries, diverted military funding toward building a wall on the U.S.-Mexican border, and implemented a policy of family separations for migrants detained at the U.S. border. He weakened environmental protections, rolled back more than 100 environmental policies and regulations. He signed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, which cut taxes for individuals and businesses, and rescinded the individual health insurance mandate penalty of the Affordable Care Act. He appointed Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Connie Barrett to the U.S. Supreme Court, he initiated, he initiated a trade war with China and withdrew the U.S. from the proposed Trans-Pacific Partnership Trade Agreement, the Paris Agreement on Climate Change, and the Iran nuclear deal. He met with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un three times but made no progress on denuclearization. Nuclearization. He reacted slowly to the COVID-19 pandemic, ignored and contradicted many recommendations from health officials, used political pressure to interfere with testing efforts and spread misinformation about unproven treatments. He lost the 2020 presidential election to Joe Biden. He refused to concede defeat, 
falsely claiming widespread electoral fraud and attempted to overturn the results by pressuring government officials, mounting scores of unsuccessful legal challenges, and obstructing the presidential transition. January 6, 2021, he urged his supporters to march to the U.S. Capitol, which many of them then attacked, resulting in multiple deaths and interrupting the electoral counts. He's the only American president to have been impeached twice after he tried to pressure Ukraine in 2019 to investigate Biden. He was impeached in December by the House of Representatives for abuse of power and obstruction of Congress. He was acquitted by the Senate in February of 2020. Well, you know the rest. Now he's all pretty much facing charges that could wind him up to at least 10,000 years in jail. Before we look at his early life, the disclaimer on this episode is, all the information, as you know, comes from the Wikipedia. Sometimes the Wikipedia is biased, one-sided, leftist, rightist, whatever which way you want to look at it. These are not my words. This is the information coming from what was written in this particular legacy for our man of the day of the night, Donald Trump Sr. We'll be looking at him and also to remember that he is running for re-election in 2024. But how much more can this president, this former president take? Does he give up? Does he continue to fight? He has a tremendous amount of support. What does it take to make this man realize that he is going to lose if he keeps trying to say, well, we are going in a different direction. I don't know. But I do know we have a show tonight. It's the 80th episode of The Legacy of New York and Queens. And we're bringing it to you live from the WJDC studios in beautiful Oviedo, Florida. Let's go now with Donald Trump Sr. as our man of the hour. Episode number 80 starts right now for October 8th, 2023, and I'm your host, Jason DiCanio, welcoming you to the Legacy of Queens. Donald Trump Jr. was born on June 14th, 1946 at Jamaica Hospital in Queens, New York City, the fourth child of Fred Trump, a Bronx-born real estate developer whose parents were German immigrants and Mary Ann McLeod Trump an immigrant from Scotland. He grew up with older siblings Marianne, Fred Jr., and Elizabeth and younger brother Robert in the Jamaica Estates neighborhood of Queens and attended the private Kew Forest School for Kindergarten through 7th grade. At age 13, he was enrolled in the New York Military Academy, a private boarding school, and in 1964, he enrolled at Fordham University. Two years later, he transferred to the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania, graduating in May of 1968 with a Bachelor of Science in Economics. In 2015, Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, threatened Trump's colleagues, or colleges, high school and the college board, with legal action if they released Trump's academic records. And while in college, he obtained four student draft deferments during the Vietnam War, 
1966, he was deemed fit for military service based upon a medical examination. And in July of 1968, a local draft board classified him as eligible to serve. In October of 68, he was classified 1Y, a conditional medical deferment. And in 1972, he was reclassified 4F due to bone spurs, permanently disqualifying him from the service. In 1977, Trump married Czech model Ivana Zelnikova. Zelnikova. They had three children, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka, and Eric. Ivana became a naturalized United States citizen in 1988. The couple divorced in 1990, following Trump's affair with actress Marla Maples. Trump and Maples married in 1993 and divorced in 99. They have one daughter, Tiffany, who was raised by Marla in California. In 2005, Trump married Slovenian model Melina Noss. They have one son, Barone. Melania gained U.S. citizenship in 2006. He went to Sunday school and was confirmed in 1959 at the First Presbyterian Church in Jamaica, Queens. In the 70s, his parents joined the Marble Collegiate Church in Manhattan, which belongs to the Reformed Church in America. The pastor at Marble, Norman Vincent Peel, ministered to the family until his death in 1993. He, he's, he has been described him, Trump has described him as a mentor. In 2015, the church stated that Trump was not an active member. And he, in 2019, he appointed his personal pastor, televangelist Paula White, to the White House Office of Public Liaison. In 2020, he said he identified as a non-denominational Christian. Trump has called golfing his primary form of exercise, but usually does not walk the course. He considers exercise a waste of energy because he believes exercise depletes the body's energy, like a battery, with a finite amount of energy. In 2015, Trump's campaign released a letter from his longtime personal physician, Harold Bornstein, stating that Trump would be the healthiest individual ever elected to the presidency. In 2018, Bornstein said Trump had dictated the contents of the letter and that three Trump agents had seized his medical records in a February 2017 raid on the doctor's office. In 1982, Trump made the initial Forbes list of wealthy people for holding a share of his family's estimated $200 million net worth, which is the equivalent to $606 million in 2022. His losses in the 1980s dropped him from the list between 1990 and 1995. After filing the mandatory financial disclosure report with the FEC in July of 2015, he announced a net worth of about $10 billion. Records released by the FEC showed at least $1.4 billion in assets and $265 million in liabilities. Forbes estimated his net worth dropped by about $1.4 billion between 2015 and 2018. In their 2020-21 billionaires ranking, Trump's net worth was estimated to be $2.4 billion. That's 1,299th in the world. Journalist Jonathan Greenberg reported that Trump called him in 1984 pretending to be a fictional Trump organization official named John Barron. Greenberg said that Trump, speaking as Barron, falsely asserted that he owed more than 90% of his father's business to get a higher ranking for himself on the Forbes 400 list of wealthy Americans. Greenberg also wrote that Forbes had vastly overestimated Trump's wealth and wrongly included him on the Forbes 400 rankings of 82, 83, and 1984. 
Trump has often said, he began his career with a small loan of $1 million from his father and that he had to pay it back with interest. He was a millionaire by age eight, borrowed at least $60 million from his father, largely failed to repay those loans, and received another $413 million adjusted for inflation from his father's company. In 2018, he and his family were reported to have committed tax fraud, and the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance started an investigation. His investments underperformed the stock and New York property markets. Forbes estimated in October of 2018 that his net worth declined from $4.5 billion in 2015 to $3.1 billion in 2017, and his product licensing income from $23 million to $3 million. Contrary to his claims of financial health and business acumen, Trump's tax returns from 85 to 94 show net losses totaling $1.17 billion. The losses were higher than those of almost every other American taxpayer. The losses in 1990 and 91, more than $250 million each year, were more than double those of the nearest taxpayers. In 1995, his reported losses were $915.7 million, the equivalent to $1.76 billion in 2022. In 2020, the New York Times obtained Trump's tax information extending over two decades. Its reporters found that Trump reported losses of hundreds of millions of dollars and had, since 2010, deferred declaring $287 million in forgiven debt as taxable income. His income mainly came from his share in The Apprentice and businesses in which he was a minority partner, and his losses maintained mainly from majority-owned businesses. Much income was in tax credits for his losses, which let him avoid annual income tax payments or lower them to $750. During the 2010s, Trump balanced his business businesses' losses by selling and borrowing against the assets, including a $100 million mortgage on Trump Tower due in 2022 and the liquidation of over $200 million in stocks and bonds. He personally guaranteed $421 million in debt, most of which is due by 2024. As of October of two years ago, Trump had over $1.3 billion in total debts, much of which is secured by his assets. In 2020, he owned $640 million to, to banks and trust organizations, including Bank of China, Dutch, Deutsche Bank, Duce, and UBS, and approximately $450 million to unknown creditors. The value of his assets exceeds his debt. Since starting in 1968, Trump was employed at his father's real estate company, Trump Management, which owned racially segregated middle-class rental housing in New York City's outer borders, boroughs. In 1971, he became president of the company, began using the Trump Organization as an umbrella brand. Between 1991 and 2000, he filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection for six of his businesses, the Piazza Hotel in Manhattan, the casinos in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and and the uh, Trump Hotels and Casino Resorts Company. Trump attacked, attracted public attention in 1978 with the launch of his family's first Manhattan venture, the renovation of the derelict Commodore Hotel, adjacent to Grand Central Terminal. 
The financing was facilitated by $400 million in city property taxes abatement arranged for Trump by his father, who also uh, jointly with Hyatt guaranteed a $70 million bank construction loan. The hotel reopened in 1980, and the Grand Hyatt Hotel, the Trump obtained rights to develop Trump Tower, a mixed-use skyscraper in the midtown Manhattan, and the building houses the headquarters of the Trump Corporation and Trump's PAC, and was Trump's primary residence until 2019. In 1988, he acquired the Plaza Hotel with a loan from a consortium of 16 banks. The hotel filed for bankruptcy protection in 1992, and a reorganization plan was approved a month later, with the banks taking control of the property. In 1995, Trump defaulted on an over $3 billion of bank loans, and the lenders seized the Plaza Hotel with most of his other properties in a humili- humiliating restructuring that allowed Trump to avoid personal bankruptcy. The lead bank's attorney said of the bank's decision that they all agreed that he'd better be alive than dead. In 1996, Trump acquired the mostly vacant 71-story skyscraper at 40 Wall Street, later rebranded as the Trump Building, and renovated it. In the early 90s, Trump won the right to develop a 70-acre, 28 H um, A tract in the Linden Square, or the Lincoln Square neighborhood near the Hudson River, struggling with debt from other ventures. In 1994, Trump sold most of his interest in the project to Asian investors, who were able to finance the project's completion, which was Riverside South. Well, we're gonna stop right there and take a pr- and, and break for now. And when we come back next week, we normally never do part twos of shows, but this is a long biography of our former 45th president. We have a lot more to cover about uh, General Donald Trump Sr. He got stuck during his game here bowling, so the alternate came in. It was Mike. It was Mike Albee who was bowling. No, <laughs> that's not right. Mike Albee. <laughs> Mike Albee. Oh, my God. I'm way off. Anyways, we'll pick up with part two of Donald Trump Sr. next Sunday on the Legacy of Queens, episode 81. I'm Jason DeCanio. Have a great night. Good rest of the weekend. We'll see you on DMS 3000 News Live tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock and announce some new things for you to help you get you on your way. From all of us here, have a great night and bye-bye.